The Matcast. The Matcast. The Matcast. Matcast. The Matcast. You're listening to The Matcast. Hello and welcome to the latest episode of The Matcast. I'm Blake Woodham and I'll be here every two weeks to bring you all the latest from the Midlands Arts Centre in Birmingham here in the UK. Mac's mission is to make art an important part of people's lives and we have exclusive news, interviews and insights into everything that's Mac. On this edition of the Maccast, we'll be talking to Mark Thomas about his new show, 50 Things About Us, which combines his trademark mix of storytelling, stand-up, mischief and really, really well-researched material to examine national identities. We also have an interview with David Baldwin, Mac's cinema controller, about the job of choosing the cinema programme for Mac. And we'll be hearing from one of the many people who make Mac. Mark Thomas, appearing at Mac on the 2nd and 3rd of April, describes his work as a mix of stand-up, theatre, journalism and the odd bout of performance art. And his latest show, 50 Things About Us, promises to pick through the myths, facts and figures of our national identities to ask, who do we think we are? I spoke with Mark to learn more about the show. Welcome to the Maccast, Mark Thomas. Hello, how are you? I'm very good, very good. Um, And you are on a bit of an epic tour at the moment, aren't you? It is an epic tour. It is all, you are absolutely right in your use of the word epic. It is almost a Greek odyssey. It is possibly Homeric and um, also erotic. I have heard the reviews. Um, now, can you tell us a little bit about the show? You come to Mac on the 2nd and 3rd of April. What can yeah, people expect? Um, uh, songs, jokes, mucking about, communal singing, stories, strange facts. It's uh, it's like Ripley's Believe It or Not, mixed with comedy. The show is called 50 Things About Us, and really what it was written for was because I kept on thinking, how the bloody hell did we get to this point? And so I wanted to try and write something about who we were and what we, who we thought we were, who we actually might be, and the difference between our vision of ourselves and the reality, um, and to try and explain where, how we've got to the point where we, we've got to. And that was the aim of the, of the show. Whether I've achieved that is a different matter. So, as you said, you, you're already in the, in the coils of this tour already. How have audiences responded? With pitchforks and flames, which I thought was a friendly gesture, but apparently it's not. Not in the Midlands, it isn't. No, well, generally speaking, I think the universal language of a mob, um, I've been misreading for years. Mm. Do you, does the show change on the road? It, well, it improvises all the time. Mm. But, I mean, I don't put anything in there because I think, oh, this will make them like me more. Uh, <laughs> in fact, if anything, I'm putting things uh, deliberately the other way around. I think it's all about playing. It's all about fun. You can say whatever you want as long as you're having fun and as long as you do it with the appropriate uh, demeanour. That's a really interesting point around this this idea of kind of potential tightrope between, you know, fun and the seriousness of a lot of the topics that you cover in your work. Would you say... I loved, you know, um, Will Carlin, over, uh, not Will, George Carlin. I called him Will Carlin there for a minute. That's the rugby guy. different. Yeah. I've been talking about England's rugby captain as compared to a legendary American comic. George Carlin in America once said the art of comedy isn't about rushing over the line of what is acceptable and what is unacceptable. It's about dancing back and forth between it. And I kind of think, yeah, that's what, that's what it's about. You've been uh, in this business for a long time now. Do you think you are more or less optimistic now than when you started? It depends what you're talking about. Mm. Um, it, 
uh, you know, I'm always an optimist because I always think that people get a chance to change things. You know, you've only got to look at the National Health Service. The fact that we have one um, shows you how optimism can win. So I'm, I'm delighted. You know, often I find myself, yeah, there are things wrong with it. There are things that need fighting for. But we should, you know, there are things which we should go, look, optimism, hope, aspiration, those are things which exist. Without them, what a terrible, terrible world. Mm. Yeah, every joke, George Orwell said, every joke is a tiny revolution. You know, I think he obviously hadn't heard Bernard Manning. But <laughs> the point is, is that if you tell a joke, if you're telling a joke about a politician, or if you're telling a joke about a member of the clergy, or an attitude that people have, what you're saying is there's a better way of doing things. Mm. And if you're saying there's a better way of doing things, then you're always optimistic. The events and exhibitions at MAC don't just happen by themselves. There's a tireless team working behind the scenes, and they're the people who make MAC. We're going to meet one of them now. Name and job title. My name's Lucy Ricks, and my job title is the Community Engagement Producer and Access Producer at MAC. What does your job entail? The broadest kind of way to explain my job is that I create opportunities for um, kind of targeted groups within the community to be able to engage in creative activity. So kind of what that means in practice is that um, I'm responsible for two large programs. One is um, creative activities for people over 65 and the other is um, music activities for female carers within Birmingham City. Um, So both of those programmes really are about kind of um, inclusion and social isolation and bringing people together and giving them the opportunity to do something creative. What's coming up at MAC you're most looking forward to? Uh, So on Monday the 16th, um, which is the third Monday of the month, uh, it's always an an interesting morning for me because we have the meeting of Culture Club, which is our our free arts club for people over 65. So we'll be getting together on that day to socialise and to have a go at an arts and craft workshop. So I always look forward to those Mondays and catching up with, with our members and seeing what they've been up to. What's the best part of your job? I think through the community work at, at MAC, I, I'm really lucky in that I, I get to meet lots of different people from, from the community. And for many of those people, um, I'm the person that perhaps introduces them to MAC. And so I can be their kind of their lead into getting involved with more creative activities. And that's a real pleasure and a real positive thing. And that's something that I really enjoy about my work. For this edition of MacCast, we've teamed up with our friends at Pasta Evangelists. Pasta Evangelists make delicious, fresh, handcrafted Italian pasta dishes delivered straight to your door. They send you everything you need to prepare your meal in just five minutes. They do an amazing range of proper Italian dishes, from fancy lobster, crab and prawn tortellini, to classics like the ultimate lasagna, with beef and barolo ragu and bechamel. When you buy a meal from Pasta Evangelists, it comes with fresh artisan pasta, a sauce or butter, and, usually, a garnish such as parmesan or a nut crumb. You don't have to be in for your delivery either because the boxes are made to fit through your letterbox, or you can ask them to leave your food in a safe place if you think the dog would eat it. Choose from the weekly menu of 10 delicious dishes. There's plenty of vegetarian and gluten-free options too. Subscribe for regular deliveries or just order once, whatever works for you. Pasta evangelists get rave reviews, with Times food critic Giles Corrin calling their food mind-blowingly delicious 
and Bake Off's Prue Leith saying it's unashamedly top end. You can try Pasta Evangelist's restaurant quality gourmet pasta yourself and get an amazing artisan handcrafted pasta meal for two from just £4 with our special discount code. Just go to the Pasta Evangelist website and put in the code MACCAST, that's M-A-C-C-A-S-T, for £10 off your first order. So that's pastaevangelists.com and the exclusive code MACCAST. And after your pasta, back to the MACCAST. Now I speak to someone with one of the best jobs in the world. Hello, I'm here with David Baldwin, Max Cinema Programmer. Hello, David. Hello. So, what is a cinema programmer? Well, a cinema programmer is somebody who decides what screens at a cinema. Um, and that's more relevant, I guess, for a place like us that only has the one screen, so we have to be a bit more selective in what we show because we don't have as many options as, say, the multiplexes. So, um, so yes, I decide what, when you come and look at the programme, everything that's in there, that's me deciding to put it into the programme. And is there a kind of guiding principle? How do you decide what's interesting for Mac? The main thing for me, and I've always done as a cinema programmer, is don't just book in things that I want to see. And some people can fall into that trap. Because if I did that, we just end up with random horror films that no one would want to come and see. So um, so the focus for me is just always thinking, I want a really varied programme. Different things, different experiences, different films, different directors, all kinds of things, hopefully, that eventually forms into one glorious cinematic program and does mac have a particular audience do you think different different audience to, to your multiplex yeah oh definitely um they're certainly more open to foreign language titles for a start but having said that they also want to see you know if it's oscar time or bafta time they want to come and see all the big awards films too we don't show blockbusters we're not going to show star wars we're not going to show marvel films just because ultimately not because they're bad films it's just not our audience and that audience will just go to a multiplex to see that film and what is coming up at mac that you're most looking forward to um in terms of Cinema program, uh, all kinds of things. I mean, March Portrait of a Lady on Fire. I'm very excited about Celine Sciamma's new film. She's uh, she's just one of those directors who's really on uh, firing on all cylinders at the moment. So that she great. is on fire. She is literally on fire. Uh, so that's good. I'm very excited about that. I'm organising a TV festival in May. I'm very excited mm. about which I'm sort of putting the finishing touches to at the moment because that's another area I want to get into. Not just cinema. TV is such a massive thing now because actually there's a lot. A lot there. I mean, the fact that Cahiers uh, de Cinema voted Twin Peaks the return, the greatest film. I think it was the last decade or over the last... I can't remember what time period, but they called it specifically a film, mm. even though it was a TV series. That's, that's an example of where I just think there's lots of blurred boundaries now as to what is a film and what is a TV series and does it really matter? Directed by women, that's something that's been in the news a lot with the Oscars. Um, what's happening there? Okay, so on March 8th, which is International Women's Day, we'll begin a season which actually really is more of a commitment to show every week a film, at least one film, directed by a woman. Not just classics, but new releases. It's proving that there are enough films directed by women, which is actually suggestive of a positive trend for the industry in general, really. And also we got involved, a lady named Louisa, who runs the Girls on Tops company, which they print T-shirts with female filmmakers on them. So I didn't want it to just be a bloke doing the programme. So um, she's got involved and she's programmed a number of films that really inspired her when she was younger. And so that all forms into a season. But like I say, beyond this year, hopefully that'll just continue. To find out more about the comedy and cinema events and anything else coming up at Mac, do check out the What's On section of Mac's website. But to whet your appetite, here's a preview of a few of the things coming up. 
On Sunday the 15th of March, Mac are relaxing the building, which aims to make the experience of visiting Mac better for people who may benefit from a more relaxed environment. Relaxed events such as this are designed to meet the needs of people with autistic spectrum conditions, sensory, motor and communication disorders and learning disabilities. So, for example, in a theatre or cinema setting, this might mean things like leaving the main lights on and reducing the volume, which helps to create a relaxed environment so that visitors can feel welcome to come and go as they please and know that it's not a problem to remain inside should they need to make noises or move involuntarily. To help relax Mac, throughout the day, the building will include sensory and breakout spaces with reduced use of fluorescent lighting and screens, and they will be free hire of noise-cancelling headphones. Look out for Mac's programme of relaxed arts-related activities, including relaxed cinema screenings and drop-in workshops. So that's Sunday the 15th of March, 11 till 4pm. More information on macbirmingham.co.uk and check out the hashtag RelaxedMac on social media. And a sample of other upcoming events to look forward to. Mac welcomed two new exhibitions, Caroline Walker, Women's Work, in the First Floor Gallery, and Maxine Walker, Untitled, in the Arena Gallery. These both launch on Saturday the 4th of April from 2.30pm and will be open until late June. In live music, Mac will host John Wilkes performing Midlife, a collection of traditional and music hall songs and tunes from around Birmingham and the wider Midlands. That's Monday the 16th, and on Friday the 27th, you can catch Lucy Rainwright Roche, a great night of guitar playing, deadpan humour, and killer songs. We're also excited that Sampad Arts have announced their 30th anniversary celebrations this week, which include an exhibition in Max People's Postcode Community Gallery this autumn, and a Sampad Arts Mella taking over Max Building in July, with live performances and South Asian street food. On Thursday the 19th of March, you can come along to Black Dog, which is written B-L-K-D-O-G, if you're trying to find it online. This genre-defying blend of hip-hop dance and freeform antics will take over Max Theatre, performed by powerhouse company Far From The Norm. Finally, Max's new exhibition, Ceramic Commons, a 3D printed ceramics collaborative exhibition, is now open and free to visit in the People's Postcode Lottery Community Gallery until Sunday the 5th of July. Also note that Mac have regular arts markets, 11am to 5pm on the first Sunday of each month in the foyer of Mac, and it's free to attend. Supporting Mac is easy. You can do it by just coming along to the events and exhibitions, much of which are free. But you may also be interested to know that you can make a cashless donation at points around the building. To find out what's happening at Mac, visit the website macbirmingham.co.uk and follow Mac on Twitter and Instagram on Mac underscore Birmingham. Thank you for listening to the MacCast. Please do subscribe and tell your friends. We have a new episode every two weeks and you can find us on iTunes, Spotify or wherever else you get your podcasts from. This episode of the MacCast was presented by Blake Woodham. The MacCast is produced by 11C and Brum Radio for Mac Birmingham. It's Barbara Nice here, Barbara's in Strice at Nice and the Biscuit. If you haven't already heard my podcast, where have you been? We're on series four. Get your ears round. It's me talking to people, have a proper good chat about loads of stuff. It's funny, it's informative, and sometimes I could get somebody sued. If you fancy listening to it, you can download it from... I'm going to get Paul to do the admin. <laughs> Call Barbara Nice and Friends. Listen to it on the Bum Radio website or your favourite podcast app.